What's going on, everybody? It's Edward Davis, NFL sports agent with Checkmate Sports. And um, I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's get it, man. This, this, is, this is Diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose. And it's more than just race. It's about, you know, ideas. So let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, I am so happy that this brother said yes to this interview because a lot of you have been sending me his information. I don't know if he's spending 60,000 a month or 100,000 on ads, but he's all over the internet right now uh, on Instagram, Facebook. The ads are popping. And you guys, I thank you for sending this, especially Rick Party. Yes, the DJ Rick Party, my neighbor. Thank you uh, for sending this out because this was happening. I have Edward Davis, sports agent, NFL agent, and he is all over the net showing people because the rules have changed. You guys know as a new agent, I'm all on it. And that's why y'all been sending them to me. Like, have you checked this brother out? Man, in his last name, we might be a kin. So welcome to the show, Edward. How are you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing fine. I'm doing excellent. You got me worried here. You said 100000 a month. I said, oh, let me check Facebook real quick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I'm excited, man. I'm happy to be here. Um, whenever people reach out, I definitely, you know, try to do my homework. And um, I check your page out. I love the content. I like what you're doing. And, um, you know, if I was available, I wanted to make sure, I, you know, I tapped in with you. So I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you for tapping in. And people say, Kellen, how could we be kin? For those who know I, from birth, I have a hyphenated name. And so that your name and my name match at, at birth with the hyphenation. I just don't like to be known as like Sammy Davis Jr., Jr., Jr. People start mm -hmm. treating you funny. You know what I mean? And hey, gotcha. But, gotcha. but yeah, I, I want to get right into it because you are, you know, helping people with the rule change become mm -hmm. sports agents, and then we're going to go even deeper. But just tell the people what you're doing, how they can tap into your program. Okay, so basically, you know, my backstory is I, I grew up playing football. I played quarterback at Virginia State University. And like everybody, I wanted to go to the pros, but, you know, that wasn't in, in God's plans for me. So I had to do something different, and it was to uh, become a sports agent. And doing that was, you know, extremely difficult. And I, you know, once I finally broke that glass ceiling and I was able to get, um, you know, two guys into the league, it showed me that it wasn't really that difficult, you know? And that's why a lot of people who are in the industry are, you know, they're so secretive and it's a lot of gatekeepers because once you get behind a curtain, you start to realize like, oh man, this isn't, this isn't that difficult. The hard part is learning the information and having a guide to bring you in. But once you really get in there, you can start to maneuver and realize, okay, I, I, I can do this. Um, but it was so difficult for me to get to that point. And I stepped on so many landmines and, you know, financial death traps in the process that I said, you know, when I get to the next level, I wanted to create something where uh, I could help people who were in similar situations. And then that's what I was doing. And then the new law, uh, the new NIL law went through and I said, wow, this is, you know, I, I said, you know, I feel like this could really, really be 
helpful for parents and, you know, moms and dads who want to represent their, their, their sons and daughters, but, you know, they may not be a top five player where agents are busting down the door to get them. So there's other people, you know, who, who, who can use this information. And uh, so that's why we created this program. It's called the sports agent masterclass. Uh, we've been doing it for a while now. And I mean, we, we, we've had a lot of success and um, I, I just really enjoy it. I went from, you know, just something that we was doing on the side just for fun to, to now it's a real passion project. I just love the, it's very rewarding to see people come into this industry from jobs that they hate, you know, or or from jobs that, you know, may make a lot of money, but may not be, you know, their passion. They not, you know, get that sense of fulfillment. And then they come into our program, we get them licensed, you know, they're signing deals, they, they, they you know, signing clients. And they're just calling me saying, hey, man, thanks, man. You saved my life. You saved my marriage. You, you know, you saved my son. You saved my daughter. And um, it's, it's, it's been a blessing. I, I, I can only imagine, um, you know, how fulfilling that is um, because you're still so young and impacting so many. Right. I'm, I'm yeah. old. I got I got grays in my locks. Right? <laughs> your, your, your stuff is still fresh. I, 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 I die. I die. I die. So don't feel bad. <laughs> don't, don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, no, not not at all. You know, hey, it's better to get old than to, you know, the other option is just not exactly. to be here. Exactly. So, so, you know, we got the HBCU connection. I went to the Harvard of the South, so did my wife, Grambling State University. Okay. Um, so is that so, what they call it? The Harvard that, of the South? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm rebranding, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm a PR guy. As, okay, as well. gotcha, yeah. gotcha, 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 <laughs> yeah. gotcha, gotcha. But coming from an HBCU. Sometimes, you know, when we're on the yard and there's a yard at every HBCU, if y'all don't know, people say, man, we don't have the same, um, you know, offers as if we would have went to Harvard. I've went to another school prior to going to HBCU for a short time, and I can kind of understand where you don't have the venture capitalists at most, you know, HBCUs at any point. When you were playing ball or even transitioning after getting your master's and getting to become a sports agent, did you say, I don't have the same connections as the guy from Stanford or, you know, Florida State? And how did you, if you did have any of that, overcome that? Because so many right now battle that thinking they don't have the connections to make it happen. You know what? It's funny. Um, you know, a lot of times people go to HBCUs and then they act like, oh, I want like they always wanted to be at an HBCU. To be honest, I didn't want to be at an HBCU. I wanted to go to the University of Georgia. That was the goal to play at UGA to be the quarterback there. That didn't happen. So I went to an HBCU. And while I was at the HBCU, it was kind of like the movie Drumline, where the guy, he felt like he was entitled his first freshman year. He was the best, best drummer. I felt like I was the quarterback. I said, you know what? I'm going to come in. I'm going to start my true freshman year. I'm going I'm to do, I'm going to go crazy. And then I'm transferring to Georgia. That was the whole plan. That was, what, that was how I figured life was going to go. It didn't happen that way. <laughs> so I went there and it was funny because I ended up um, not having a great freshman year. Um, but I actually went back to my hometown, Stone Mountain, Georgia, and my one of my old teachers gave me a book to read. It was called uh, Why Should White Men Have All the Fun? And it was about uh, Reginald F. Lewis. So I'm reading the book because I'm, I'm really big on history and I just like reading. So I'm reading the book because uh, the guy recommended it. And I remember I was in my dorm. Um, I was in Williams Hall, Virginia State University. And the cool thing about that book was the guy Reginald F. Lewis, when he died in like the early 90s, he was one of the richest black men in all of America. So like if he would have never died, 
there would be no probably Obama. He would have been the first president. This guy was like a he was he was crazy. But anyway, he went to Virginia State University. Some reason I'm like, oh wow, he went here. He stayed in the dorm. I was reading the book in. And he actually played quarterback for Virginia State University before he graduated and went to Harvard. He was one of the first, I think he's the first person to ever get into Harvard without ever filling out an application. And then he ended up, you know, sending like 20, 30 million to Harvard. And then they named the, the, the business building after him in Virginia State University. So when I saw that, you know, my freshman year kind of planted a seed in me and I never felt like a victim. I never felt like, oh, I needed to be here. I need to be here because reading that book, it showed me that he he made it from here in this this very dorm. You know, he didn't make it to the NFL and he's richer than the guys in the NFL. So I never felt like a victim. I never felt like, oh, man, I need to be here. I, I felt like I just needed to do the work. And, you know, the cream always rises to the top. That's how I feel. Hey, man, if you guys don't know that author, you guys better go get that and keep going no matter what. You know, that man had books on books, and, and I definitely um, feel that. So, you know, to become a sports agent, it used to be, you know, we always thought. I only pre did the LSAT over and over and over because I said I just want to become an agent. Mm -hmm. When the rules changed... I said, this is my time. I represent influencers already, right? Okay. I said, the rules change. I said, I'm going to do the same thing with athletes that I do with my influencers, creating deals. You know, a deal is a deal. And there are some, you know, some ways and things that you have to learn from whether it's a medical doctor or um, an athlete. How did you go about learning how to do that? Because the NFL makes you, you know, take some tests. They, they, you just can't become an agent of the NFL. You got to, like, you know, go through it and really understand their rules. How did you go about that? Did you have any mentors? Um, actually, unfortunately, man, I didn't really have mentors, quote, unquote, um, that I could reach out to. A lot of the stuff, as everybody said, I had to get it out the mud. But some some mentors that I did have as far as books was uh, Lee Steinberg. I read his book, The Agent. Um, I, I became a, a student of the game. So any information that I could find on sports agents, I, I did. Um, I actually went out and I, I met with uh, Lee Steinberg um, and, and I, you know, and he kind of mentored me a little bit there. But um you know, a lot of times, you know, there's two different types of agents that people don't really know about. You have, you know, contract agents and then you have marketing agents. And so a contract agent is like what most people are familiar with, which is Rich Paul. And then you have marketing agents, which is Maverick Carter. And the cool thing about it is the marketing agents really don't have to do some of the things that those contract agents have to do, but they make just as much money, if not more. And so that's where the kind of the the loophole is it is right now because it really you could be an agent in and before this this law change it's just now that the law changed it's like even more opportunity but before then you could be an agent without having to take those exams it's just people you know keep it down low it's more of a secret but um i mean once you get into the industry you start to realize like hey this isn't rocket science a lot of these guys aren't smarter than us they're not um, more savvy or, or more creative. They, they just had the right last name, you know? 
and 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 you know they called on Big Pop and, and they got in that that good old boy network and they you know brought him in there. So, uh, but once you get in and you start to rub elbows with them, you start realizing like, oh man, this guy or this this person isn't who you thought they were. I had that happen to me tons of times. Definitely. And I'm going to tell you, when talking about being an agent, you know, people always, oh, you're an agent. I actually had a um, very prominent person say, well, you should do a course on how you did that. I said, I'm in the state of Florida. It really wasn't course worthy for me. To, I said, I got a course on Africa, but I said, I know the brother who does have the course because he already did it. I said, I don't want to be one of those brothers who you got a barbershop and I get one on the next thing. So that's not my lane because, and that's why another reason I want to have you on to see what type of brother you were, right? To, to see if you're like, well, you know, if you want to become an agent today, you pay me $10,000 and I will make you. That's not the air that I'm getting off of you. You come no. off as a real humble down to earth. Again, we might be kin, folks. If we look too deep, we might piss off somebody's mama or daddy because they got to talk, start talking, right? But no, you know what's funny? My dad uh, went to Grambling, so. <laughs> okay, did he? Okay. He My, went to the of the South, so we might need to investigate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to talk off air because mine, um, he didn't, but he played ball. We'll talk about that gotcha. off air because, gotcha. um, you know, folks start coming to me and be like, hey, what's, I didn't know that. Yeah, you ain't supposed to know. Um, but, you know, being an agent, one thing, being a young agent, another thing, but also you're a black agent. And I see you're also, you know, showing women and they're giving you shout outs. This is not any. Um, I don't want to say names. This is not uh, uh, a scam folks he has people saying thank you for showing me and showing me the ropes i need to know how difficult do you think it is more difficult to be a black agent and then also let's talk for the women that you've made agents as well is it harder for them or more difficult well whenever you enter into an industry that's you know uh dominated by another race or another gender it's always going to be difficult um, but what I can say, I think the tide is turning. I think now, you know, this is in the 90s. This is in the early 2000s where, you know, you walk into a room with a parent, they look in. Uh, now it's kind of cool to be a minority. It's cool to be a female. It's cool to be, you know, uh, an agent of color because they see the Rich Pauls. They see the Nicoleans. They see the, you know, the Eugene Parkers. They see the Edward Davises, a little shameless plug. But it makes it, it, makes it cool now that, you know, like, okay, wow, dude, I, I, I do want a, a, a Asian of color because they see that we can do it and they know that you know we relate to them and um I, I think that uh the, the the playing field is is becoming a little bit more level um you still want to have a lot of people who have that old mentality you know where they think that you know they got to go outside I call it playing away games you got to play away game to you know to uh get certain deals. But the problem with that is, you know, everybody loves you when you're the first round draft pick. But when you have those mental illnesses, when you have things that are going on off the field, you know, that's when you really find out who cares about you. And um, and I think that players and parents are starting to realize that. So they are um, are are more open to agents of color and, and, and agents of, of different um, genders. So I think now is the time to to jump in if that's something that they want to do. And just to answer your question about as far as the you know 
open a barbershop on, you know, different lanes. I'm glad that you like that because I'm like that. That's why I started this course because at when I did it, it was nobody doing it. And I, I could have did a real estate course. I, I bought my first house at 24. I could have, you know, did all that, you know, crypto and things like that. But I saw so many people doing it. And I felt like, you know, I didn't want to just be a me too. I wanted to really be somebody to help. And I created this program for me because this is something I wanted when I came out. It was nothing. It's, it, there is nothing out there. And so I said, you know what? Let me be that guy so that people don't have to do the same thing I did. Because I feel like it's two types of people in the world. You have the people who say, I did it this way, so you have to do it this way. And then you have people who say, I did it this way, so you don't. And that's how I am. Yeah, yeah, there's no need. And yeah, I, I could hear somebody say, well, you know, this is uh, America and you can, I, I just like to do stuff different. My first course that I put out was on how to travel to Africa because with my client's audience, we bring, you know, groups of 30 to Africa and nobody was doing it. And my clients were like, well, I, I, we don't want to do that or we don't have time, right? So I always want to do something different and unique. And and please, no, don't do anything on crypto because the way they're trying to tax us, what crypto used to be for the criminals. So let us criminals have our crypto in peace if we have any. I tell people, I don't know nothing about it. You know, um, what is a ledger? I don't know what a nano X is. Um, <laughs> I, I, so that that's that's my 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 crypto talk. My guests are more than welcome to talk about it. But right now with the given state, that's just not something personally I would advise because, you know, who wants to be taxed on a billion of whatever your favorite coin is. Now, you focus on the NFL and it makes sense because you played football. Um, but have you taken on any other clients, maybe tennis or, you know, even wrestling? Right now, we just locked in on on football. Um, I do help other agents get clients in basketball, baseball and things like that. But I'm just one of those people where I just want to sharpen the blade and become an expert in one sport before we try to before I personally juggle many different hats. But um, I, I, I have the, the knowledge and the information to help people, you know, get. Uh, into all of those sports. I just personally, my favorite sport is football. And that's just the one that I, I, I cling to because I feel like being, if you're going to be an agent, it's all about your passion. Um, if you're doing it just for the money, it's, it's going to be tough because it's going to have times where it's ups and downs. But if you get into it, uh, for what I get into, because it's my passion, this is what I love. It wakes me up every day. Then it's, it becomes fun. And football for me is I could do that all day, every day, 24 seven. So that's that's just my my thing. OK, and now let's talk about money, because, I, you know, people like, well, you know, you like Jerry Maguire then now? I said, I ain't nothing like no other agent because my party in business is already started and having multiple, you know, businesses that it's like I monetize my life. That's what I, I that's my hashtag. That's what I tell people. But being an NFL agent traditionally can be very expensive because, you know, some athletes, blue chips, expect you to give them the keys, you know, literally and figuratively. Um, how did you manage dealing with clients and you have other agents who have a bigger bag? They've been doing it longer, right? Um, did you play into that game? Because I, me, I'm not willing to play into that game right now because I don't have to. And I'm trying to make up my own rules. I just got to be me, Sammy Davis Jr. But tell people how you navigate it through that, because it's an expensive you know, way of doing it, going the traditional way, trying to appease your clients. 
very, very expensive. Uh, my first year, I spent what probably fifty thousand dollars. Mm. Um, you spend about fifty k. Um, but I did it the wrong way. You know, I that's the that's the not having a mentor. That's not having a coach. That's not having a program. That's getting it out the mud. That's you know learning as I go. Um, it was a lot of a lot of things that was uh, that was crazy. And then you know my situation was a little bit different. You know, uh, I didn't plan for COVID nineteen. Hmm. You know, a lot of half my clients' pro days got canceled. Literally all of them. I think all of them except one got canceled. So it was just it was a it was a difficult um you know way to maneuver. But I I'm one of those guys that you know I've been successful um for a while now. So I had you know pretty much uh some you know things put together ready for you know that uh you know that 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 venture. But uh, it is it is expensive if you're going the contract agent route. You know, I'm not even going to lie as far as, you know, try to sell people a dream. This I tell people all the time. This isn't where you start your success. This is where you've been successful doing something else. And it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't something you're passionate about. And now you want to do this. You know, if you are if you're just if this is your first time cracking success. Can you do it? Yes. But it's extremely difficult. I recommend wholesale real estate. I recommend, you know, doing things that way and then building your bankroll. And then once you hit a certain amount, you say, OK, you know what? Now I can go do what I really want to do. But if you're, you know, just out of college and you got 25 cents to your name, go get a job. Go get a job. Go do something and then come over here, because if you're coming over here and LeBron's not your best friend or something like that, it's going to be extremely difficult. We'll talk about, you know, the, the, the pricing before everybody says, oh, I want to jump on a call with you and find out, you know, what are the packages? And besides just getting the license, are you also showing them how to get clients, maintain clients? My goodness, that could be something because you got to be a real people person. Um, but, you know, talk about that so they know before they fill that thing out where they should be in their piggy banks. Yeah. So for us, uh, what I, I know, I don't want to um, put a, I guess, a label, meaning you should make this amount of money. You know, I, I can say that, but I don't know your hunger. You know, it's some it's people who can make a million dollars a year, but if it's not in them, it's not in them to be an agent. And then this could be people who say, you know what, who can just be what we call resourceful, where we where they figure out a way to make it happen. So a lot of times we have to hop on a call with people just to figure out, you know, if not one, if we can help them, but also if we want to help them, because sometimes people may not just be a good fit. You know, a lot of guys want to become agents just so they can take pictures and, and put nice captions. And we try to screen those guys out because, you know, we don't want to we don't want to work with those people. We want to work with people who have that integrity and who really want to represent these uh, athletes for the, the right reason. So that's why we have a call, um, because we want to make sure that the person we're talking to is a good fit before we show them our tricks, before we, you know, bring them into this industry and connect them to the athletes. We want to make sure that they're in it for the right reason, because believe it or not, a lot of agents aren't in it for the right reason, which is why. You know, every year you hear about some agent stealing money or, you know, some player going broke or things like that. No, definitely. Well, and also, you know, after the call where they should be financially to pay you, because this is not a free service. No, it's not. Should, free service. You, 
Um, you should be at least in a position in a position where you can spend, you know, four figures because, you know, this is a premium investment. And um, it's you you think about the money you're spending to go to law school, which is you said you you passed the LSAT. No, I've taken it. Uh, I passed. My gosh, man. Nah, I've been. Yeah, you actually went to law school. No, no, I did it. I, I t- I've said I took the LSAT many a times. I have been accepted into a program, but by that time, you know, life was happening and life was good. So I was like, what do I need law school for? I got this thing going on. It's bubbling. I've been doing what I've been doing for about 20 years. So how much is uh, how much is law school? Uh, law school can be anywhere from, you know, on the short end. Some people could say six thousand if you go to a real small one, but you know you could easily pay thirty thousand and up. I know I just spent and gave Sally May her hundred and ten thousand dollars and was like, "I'm dead, I'm free." Right. So about close about six figures, correct? Yeah, yeah. And then how much was it to take the the LSAT? The LSAT. It's been many a moons, but I couldn't even tell you what what that is because I haven't looked back since. Um, yeah. You know, well, yeah. Well, you know what? I guarantee our program is cheaper than that. Okay. <laughs> cheaper I know than the LSAT that. prep was at least $1,200. The prep alone. That's the, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and the, the amount of money that agents are making, um, Rich Paul made $45 million last year in a pandemic. Sky Boris made a hundred and, was it 160, if I'm not mistaken, according to Forbes? So for our program, the, the, the upside that you have, the, the potential you have to make is, uh, for me, I think is, uh, is worth it. Okay. And I want to put it out. So he said, you guys at least need to have, you know, four figures. So let's say you at least have a thousand dollars to invest into yourself and you're going to learn how to become an agent. Will they also learn the other stuff? Of, yeah. You know, so you, from you agents, contracts? we're going to get you licensed. We're going to show you how to, Find and sign your ideal clients. And then we're going to show you how to negotiate those deals. Okay. okay. I got to tell everybody, we can put you in the gym. You got to lift the weights. Yeah. And I want to make it very clear so we don't end up on uh, pocket watching with JT. Everything that he is saying is it, it can't be magic. I, I can just give you the game as a consultant. But if you don't do it or you don't do it the way I said to do it, don't come and start blaming the teacher, the professor, because you did not, you know, apply yourself. So I I like how you you really put that out there. And, you know, with all the success that you've had and the best is yet to come, I already know. What is a community give back that you're doing or that you would like to do in the future? Well, some of the things I've done in the past is I actually afford um, affordable housing for people in my community here in uh, Stone Mountain, Lithonia area. Um, so I did that. I used to uh, teach um, for a number of years in DeKalb County as a uh, health and physical ed- education teacher. And then I just always giving back as far as I've always been a person who uh, wants to help the next generation up. Um, it's just something that I'm passionate about. Um, of just wanting to, you know, uh, because I feel like everybody, uh, other communities do it. And I feel like they hold each other accountable to make sure that they give, you know, not, and we call it game, but it's just insight. It's just advice. It's just, you know, hey, I've been here before. This is what I learned from it. Avoid these potholes. We call it game. Other people call it insight. And I just always been that person who just want to give, you know, the insight to the next generation because that's always what I've wanted. You know, I'm always, I, I live by that motto, be who you needed when you was growing up. 
And that's the type of person that, you know, that I am. And, and, and that's the, the type of things that I do for um, for my community. Man, I, I love it. And I'm going to tell you, when I was first introduced to Stone Mountain, my guy, rich boy, Brandon Richardson, I went to his house, man, while we were in Graham. And I thought being from California, my, my mother's 40th birthday present was a nice big old house. I thought we were doing something until I said, hold on. And you said T-Boz lived down the street or was that chilly? Stone Mountain blew my mind. Being from Cali, you don't see it like that, you know. So coming from that area, um, does that help you? Because your next door neighbor might be, you know. No, 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 no. Let's correct that. Stone Mountain, wherever you were in Stone Mountain might have been that one area. So you might have been in one area that was good. But majority of Stone Mountain isn't superstars. It's, you know, regular people probably below the poverty line. Uh, so, like, specifically where I grew up on Central Drive is, like, right on the same street as Stone Mountain. That's it's nothing but apartments and things like that. And I'm not going to act like I just had the, the worst childhood because I didn't. I didn't go without. But it wasn't it's not uh, it wasn't Beverly Hills. So like they had probably um, in like the 2008, 2009s, they started having building, you know, nicer communities. Um, so you might have been over there in like a, a water's edge or something like that. But majority of Stone Mountain is is pretty regular, to be honest with you. OK, you know, my my, my privilege sometimes I'm like, man, Stone Mountain, I, I just saw. Oh, everything. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 you just was probably the one good neighborhood out of, you know, the 20, 30 bad neighborhoods. OK, OK. You know that are we are only our experiences. I, yep, know, yeah, yep. that's all, all we can go off. But I've been telling that story. I said, man, if you from Stone Mountain, I'd be in California. Y'all don't know what y'all saying. He had his own service entrance you know like yeah. huh <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah, yeah houses that, are bigger down here because it's you know it's, it's a lot cheaper yeah 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 and, and it's us we know what to do with it give us the room we'll we'll make it happen i want people to go tap in and check out your website um any plans for a book coming out for next year you know what i actually wrote a book the very first book um the nil gold rush back in november 2020 um, so that is, is up right now. It's called the NILGoldRush.com. Uh, so that was, you know, one of the pioneers of this whole NIL movement where I wrote that book. But I actually have some things that I'm that I'm 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 um I'm working on. Um, but I just have to figure out, you know, a lot of times we do stuff because we see other people do it and I do the same thing. But I realized that if it doesn't align with me personally, you know. I don't know if I want to do it like, you know, everybody does a, a course and then they drop a book and then they have a podcast, YouTube and things like that. And I get it. But if it just doesn't resonate with me, I just don't I, I won't do it. So I'm just trying to figure out now um, what's the next move for me personally that is good for my family and me. And then um, I'll go from there. But right now I'm just enjoying what we're doing. Um, I feel like we're making a difference and we're, we're, we're helping people, you know, change their lives. So right now, that's that's my passion. And if anything, you know, flares up, then I will, uh, you know, work on those as well. Man, I, I love this game. And you guys, I wish I could give you more of it. But with the time that I have with the brother, I want to um, talk to him 
off air sometimes the best stuff is said off air but you guys have been blessed with the game make sure you check out the links in the description whether you are listening where the majority of you are and or if you're watching and i thank y'all for you know kicking up them youtube numbers piece by piece just keep sharing that game it will change somebody's life be blessed y'all all right you guys take care and again the sports agent master class i hope hope to see you guys there Hi everyone. Have you ever been curious about visiting Africa? Which African country were you interested in? Kenya, Nigeria, Uganda, South Africa, Ethiopia? Which country are you interested in? My good friend, Kellen Cash Coleman, came up with a course called My First Trip to Africa that'll guide you through this process. It's only $20 and in this course you'll learn about passports, visas, vaccinations that you need before you go there, as well as a budget, uh, how much the trip is going to cost. He also talks about what you should pack, uh, what you should take with you, how you should travel on a budget. Did you know that 100 US dollars is worth a thousand South African rand and over 10,000 Kenyan shillings? So imagine what you can do with $100 back home. I say back home because I'm from Sudan, I'm African, I already know how it's like. I know that, you know, when you convert Canadian and American money, it goes a long way when you're traveling across Africa. So if you're curious, um, if, if Africa is a place that you've always wanted to go, always want to move there kellen cash is the person to ask check out the course there's a little preview you can listen to um, before you actually purchase it if you're interested in this course visit www.diversifiedgame.com don't miss out Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits. Be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.